everybody, this is Jason. I'm the host of the Dad Pod of Destiny, our behind-the-scenes look from the Dad Pod of Destiny. Tonight, great episode. I have the Witch and the Warlocks themselves, Jane and Troy. Hello, hello. Hey, hello. And we're going to have a great time. <laughs> Looking for more from the magical world of Hysteria? Want to hear how they came up with the story of Doug, his band of three, and a whole lot more? Want to meet some of the voice actors who make the characters come to life? Look, uh, listen no further. You found the behind-the-scenes episodes that we're calling the Dad Pod of Destiny. Now here's your host, the creator, and the showrunner of the Dad Pod of Destiny podcast, Jason Lettingham. All right, guys. Hey, thanks for being on. Uh, why don't you tell us uh, maybe your name, what you play in the show, and anything else you want to tell us about yourself? After you, Jane. Oh, no. Before, okay, yes, I'll go first, if you <laughs> insist. Um, it's Jane Beverly, and I get the joy of playing the witch, who is also the main narrator. Mm. Um, and it's it's so much fun. I, I just can't tell you. Um, it's a joy every episode. And when we have the table reads... I wish we could all be in one studio together. Um, my background, I'm a trained stage actor who also went into publishing and still was able to be an actor and director off off Broadway. And now I work with a um, production group called Rock on Tour Radio. And we do 55 minute versions of classic films and literature. And in between, I get voiceover gigs. So Yay. Awesome. I'm going to ask questions about that. That sounds really cool. Troy. Um, and hello, my name is Troy Allen. Um, I have uh, the pleasure of playing the warlock uh, in this podcast, co-narrating <laughs> with the witch. Um, I don't think either part is really like the main one. Um <laughs> <laughs> um, similar to, to Jane, uh, I, I am a, a trained stage actor. Um, I've been doing musical theater since I was like 10. Um, and uh, freeform improv um, and creature voice acting since I was 17 or 18, so about a decade now. Um, and... Yeah, I, I this this podcast is is really really fun. It's it's the first uh, long form um, project that I've been a part of that 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 gives me the ability to to make long standing choices about my character, and um, it's really really fun. Yeah, yeah. That that's one cool thing about podcast series is that it's not a one and done. Like most of our VO work is uh, one shot and this, you get to uh, have some, even in the writing too, we get to breathe uh, and get some depth of the characters and some nuanced stuff. It's pretty cool. And you guys are amazing. Your chemistry, even though you're not in the same room, I swear it feels like you are every time we mix it or hear an episode back. I'm like, man, it's like they were in the same room. Uh, and I know you don't hate each other in real life, but it just comes across like you do. And it's okay to have a little banter tonight. I promised some other cast members. They said, if they, they get going, let them go. And I said, I will. Let it, so feel free. <laughs> Just remember, everybody that's listening, they do like each other. 
We just well, are pursuing well, our banter. Let's, let's not touch that too far. <laughs> put words into our mouths, Jason. That's <laughs> that's good. We we spoke we uh, we poked them with a little bit of uh, animosity so to keep it to keep it fresh. So my first question is, okay. uh, since there oh and Troy said there was co narration, but there is a narrator one and a narrator two, and the narrator numbers one are just. It, it, it was the order of appearance, I guess, is what you're trying yeah, to say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is cool though is that uh every fifth episode is a dark side episode, and so they do flip flop where uh the narrator two becomes narrator one for those episodes and he gets to be part of it. So that's pretty cool. Nobody <laughs> told me that. <laughs> what, what is this? I wasn't in your contract. I was she gets top. Take a seat, Jane. Take a seat. Yeah. Yeah, and she is. Yeah, it's Stephen, Jane, and Troy on the on the billing. So just just, just saying. Uh, first question no, is: no. How do you guys prepare to be a witch or a warlock in the Dad Bot of Destiny? Troy, you go first since Jane went first last time. Sure. Um, so I mean, I, I I feel like I'm a little bit cheating with this answer um, and my prep because I've. Uh, Ever since I was young watching freaking Snow White, I've been obsessed with magic and fantasy and all of that. Um, so I think I've been preparing my whole life to be able to cast magic, pretty sure. Uh, so it's it's all up here in the good old noggin. Um, so it's really just uh, using um, my British accent that I, I've worked on for years with, with my friends uh, in Britain whenever I visited and all that jazz. And being just a hair more snarky than I typically am. Maybe <laughs> just not. just a touch. A touch more. Than or normal. less. <laughs> or, or even less. That's good. So <laughs> a whole life of, of preparing uh, a fantasy and magic in your British accent, which is stellar. Um, people, if you didn't know, he's Thank not, you. he's not from England. If you guys didn't know, he's, he's I thought I, he was yeah. originally, it came as a complete shock to me to find out he's just an American, <laughs> just a, just a filthy American with my like oh. old normal <laughs> American accent. I'm pretty confident when you auditioned, you auditioned with both, didn't you? Your American accent and your English it, accent. I think so. Yes. That's yes. right. And we, I was like, dude, the British is so good. It was also a better contrast, I think, to Jane, uh, who we cast first um, as narrator one, uh, and so it was a good, okay. it was a good contrast uh, to her voice, I thought as well. So it was male, it was British, and I, and I and matter of fact, I remember telling Jane, "Hey, uh, she she auditioned with a little bit of a British accent as well," uh, and I said, "Hey, pull back just a little bit on the British because our other narrator is we're going to have him go full on." Uh, British, so back off a little bit, and so she found a good, happy medium. Jane, I don't want to take away any of your answers, but how do you prep for being a witch? <sighs> well, I think I was born to this role. Um, I gradually grew into it. No, seriously. Uh, I was a child in Wales, and we used to go to something called the Christmas pantomimes, and it kind of, the witch comes out of all that bigger-than-life play, and then at Rock on Tour Radio, I do The Witch in The Wizard of Oz and Auntie mm -hmm. M and Miss Gulch and I can't remember the other. Oh, I do The Tin Man sometimes. But oh. so exaggeration is in my pocket. And 
it's often why it makes doing commercials really difficult for me because I have to pull back and I'd rather be out there. So this is just a delight every time. Well, you do it so well. I, I always uh, say that Jane is is going to be mega, mega famous. And so we're just trying to hitch our wagon to Jane uh, to to get our podcast out there because she's going to yeah. be. Yeah, hurry up before I die. <laughs> That's and on Jane, you, Jane. <laughs> you didn't have to say it. Troy's thinking it. He didn't even have to say it. Oh, that is good. The overall theme of the podcast of Doug and his journey, the whole thing is growth. So the withering is happening in Vesteria. Everything's dying and earth is growing. Everything's nice there. And the, the whole idea is that we're growing. Uh, Doug is growing as a, as a father, as a husband, as a fantasy adventure guy. How have you grown? Either your character or yourself as a person, as a voice actor, sky's the limit. You can define it any way you want. How have you grown? And whoever wants to go first can go first. Well, we're doing this ping pong thing, so I'll let Jane go first. Thank you. You're such a sweetheart. Um, <laughs> how have I grown? I don't think I have in this uh, podcast yet, but I'm looking forward to the writers doing something that gives me something to work with other than my imposing something on it. But my vision of this is I will just gradually become more and more beautiful. And by the end, I'll be 20 years old. Um, so that's my suggestion for the art <laughs> that I see. Um, and if that's not going to happen, I'll, I'll just be. Every family show. Family, oh, family show. show. Excuse me. Oh. <laughs> I forgot. It's right on the edge. It's like PG thirteen, so we're okay. We're still we're still in our PG PG twelve. Yeah, uh, PG twelve. But Troy, how have you grown as a person or an actor during this time, or your character? Um, I think particularly with this, it's still script after script of an ongoing story arc. Um, it's the first time that I've had the pleasure of working with something like that. Um. So it, it's helping me kind of just reinforce everything that I learned in college and acting classes and through coaching and everything, just really picturing scenes and em, embodying it, um, which is significantly easier when you have a script and it's mm -hmm. telling you what the scene is and who you're talking to and what the situation is. But having that practice with those set makes it easier now uh, for me in auditions and other projects to be able to more clearly picture scenes and who I'm talking to and all that jazz. Um, so I, I, I think it's, it's, it's helped me uh, just reinforce, uh, reinforce I, I speak for a living. Um, uh, re reinforce all, well, <laughs> uh, Reinforce all of those good old uh, actor tips and tricks that 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 we we all know and sometimes forget. Awesome, yeah. and the ability to have a reoccurring episodic um, series yeah. has helped you do that. I love it. Very cool. So, what my next question is: What is the most fun thing you've done as part of the Dad Bot of Destiny, or the most challenging thing, or both? I would say. 
because we've uh, at this point in time we have recorded uh, the first dark side episode as you've called it yes the listeners have um, not heard that yet so this will be out after the fourth one uh so this is right before yours so no spoilers uh so don't talk yeah. about the dark side episode um yeah. but it'll be right before that but uh without yeah, giving before. anything really away um i would say working on that episode um just due to the nature of it mm-hmm. um made me think more about choices that we as people make in our lives and consequences that they have um, and how that affects us as people and us as characters um, and living with the consequences of our actions and moving forward in spite of it um, Mm. and coming to grips with that um so it's 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 been challenging uh incorporating that um due to how the the dark side episodes function um i think that was sufficiently vague yeah perfectly perfectly vague and yet yet profound with how you said that he's uh the warlock his name is mentioned in the fifth episode that they haven't heard yet uh, and so he I does almost the, said it at the beginning of this interview. Yeah, I was bleep, like, I'm, I'm going to bleep it out. <laughs> the Warlock. Yes, the Warlock. His name is... Who does his, have a name. Yes, and it comes out very soon, your next episode, audience. You'll get to hear that. And his, his character definitely took a deeper dive. It's almost not quite an origin story, but you do get... Um, it is, yeah, it is a little bit of an or, origin, at least a, more of an understanding of what makes him who he is a little bit or why he's doing things. And then that happens more and more as, as we go. So I don't want to spoil that either, but uh, that, that is fun. And he also has a, a fun condition that uh, we have alluded to in episode four. Um, there is a, there is a, a pre scene where <laughs> you're one of your symptom symptoms. Uh, and if an astute listener can pick it up, uh, that is expounded upon. Uh, <laughs> we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> in a better way which i think is very funny but i have eighth grade humor sometimes so uh jane Don't what's know. been the most fun or challenging thing for you gosh i the most challenging thing continues to be granted we have this table read but sometimes not everybody can be at the table mm-hmm. and i yes. really especially at the beginning counted on that seeing the other faces and you can act off other people when you can see them. Then when you take that step into the booth and it's just you and I don't know what kind of day it's been or or what I've been doing ahead of time, to have to just consciously bring yourself back there. And one of the things that I found works so well for me is I play the trailer and that just helps me sink right back into the character, pulling back a little from the accent in there. But it's just the way I get into playing her again. And granted, we have the luxury of being able to do different takes to send to you. Mm-hmm. And I have so much admiration for everyone working on the back end of it 
putting in the sound effects, the music bed, doing such beautiful job of editing. So it really does sound, I mean, I'm astounded how much it sounds like we're actually in the same room. Yeah. And I'll have to stop being witchy at this point because I'm, I'm just filled with so much joy and love for everybody I work with because it's, it's a gift. This whole thing is just a gift. It, it is, uh, I don't want to take, uh, you know, pat myself too much on the back, but early on in the episodes, uh, it was basically all me doing the audio stuff. And we have added two people that as you listen, the listeners have, by the time this one comes out, we've had help with someone doing four. Uh, and the, the quality is every episode will get better and better and better because our team's expanding. And it, it has been a joy really to, to go in and to uh, add on and make the, mix it with all the special effects and the music and everything. I get energy from doing that. I've had a good time with that. And have, having these two uh, guys come in, uh, Aaron and Tomas, and they have been um, they have just upped our game. So it, if you like what you've heard so far, just wait. Uh, it gets even better uh, as it goes. And I'm not just saying that. It really does. So thank you for that, sort of saying that, Jane. The audio guys never get a lot of credit. It's a lot, of, you know, but it's uh, it's part of the thing that makes it special. I think it's just like the uh, the lights people in theater. Without right. them, audience yeah. can't see us. If you guys uh, obviously are not in the same room when you go back and forth, uh, how does the banter feel so real? What do you think is causing the the spite or the animosity or the 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 sheer joy, or is it just your supreme acting abilities? Um, it, it's so easy to, I can't say play with Troy, can I? Um, <laughs> play off of? Play, play off, off of. Is, oh, play, off of. Is. play off of Troy. Yes, that's what it is. Um, no, it's, it's so easy. And I, and I think it's just because you work with a good actor and it's simple. I mean, you just pick up. This is very dull, but it's just so easy when you have good people that you work with. I mean, it's very so. I, I, I couldn't say it better. Uh, I mean, it's as easy as, I mean, whenever you like slip into like a rhythm and have that relationship with characters, I feel it, it's as easy as having this interview uh, and having just normal conversations because that's all acting is. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, uh, re- reacting. We always yeah. chalk it up to some big esoteric thing when really it's it's just you know humanity and connection relationship. Um, and I, I as the warlock uh, have uh, a very good sense of of the the character that that you've brought to life, Jane. Um, so like in as I'm like recording my lines, I um, unless the writing very evidently is like. And now she's sincere for once. Um, like I, I, I have a sense of how you will deliver it, um, and that perfectly informs how I'll respond. Um, and that's vice not versa. good, Troy. You should have no preconceptions about how I'm going to react. Uh huh. I couldn't possibly imagine how wrong. Amazing. 
Uh-huh. I could never imagine. Well, well the, the the amazing things about me, yes, I, I, I totally <laughs> understand how that's easy to work with. But, um, yeah. you know, I've got surprises up my sleeve for you mm. while I look for them. Excuse me. Oh, that's my mm. birthday bracelet. Um, it's the- Onyx, which stands for confidence and strength, all of which I have in abundance. Yes. And humility, I think, is the main thing. Oh, humility is, no. is leading, the leading, the yes, leading the most, about the my most. character. Yes. She, she, she threw that out the window when she was born. So. <laughs> Her character or Jane? Uh, I don't, don't answer that. Don't answer mm-hmm. that. Yes. That's, that's Yes. <laughs> that's good. The table reads, uh, every person that we have interviewed so far have talked about how much they love the table reads and the bigger, the, when more people show up, the more fun it is. And the disadvantage of doing audio production only is that you don't have, like, I, we all have been done stage theater. We've all done different types of acting. You get that community. You get that doing the same lines over and building and building it. And it goes back and forth where you really, we only have one shot if we're all there. Uh, we have one shot to hear that. And so your guys' skill to make it sound like we have been doing this for years is really a credit to your both of your acting chops because it does sound like you guys um, are annoyed with each other and are going back and forth with, with one another. And we find out at the very end, big spoiler, you know, where you guys are at during your conversations, which will be really fun to reveal that uh, at the end of season one, uh, where where this these conversations are actually taking place. So leading to That's that exciting. is our final question is if you are a listener to the show, uh, a casual or a devoted listener to the show, and you had a chance to ask me or the writing team a question, what would you like to ask or what should they ask? Maybe is a better way to put that. Will Jane's character take over the show in season two? <laughs> in season two, no. it, I, I hope Jane's character is still alive in season two. We, there's no promises that everyone's going to survive season one. This is like, oh, you didn't have a living clause in your contract, Jane? That's a shame. We'll give you flashbacks as well. But there's no guarantees and everyone's going to survive season one. So, dun, dun, dun. Oh, Troy, any questions for the writing team or me? <laughs> um... So I'm I'm as as a professional dungeon master for D and D. I am a giant nerd for world lore, um, and so I, I I just regardless of what fantasy world it is, my like my, my first instinct is to just be like, how did it get here? Like what what is all this? Why? So like the withering. What's up with that? Yeah, uh, <laughs> and uh, even before that, was, were things good? Were things worse? Somehow, I like I'm I'm just mm. uh, like and any any chance that there is in the storytelling that doesn't you know feel ham-fisted. Like I I I am uh, remiss to to endorse shows that just have like filler episodes or beach episodes, as people might know right, them. Just right. like. And here's a useless story that's just fun because we don't have the main story, um, but like a, 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 an organic way of exploring like the world lore. Um, yeah. And yeah. we know where we're going and everything we have done writing wise, the withering, uh, everything has a purpose. Everything, it, it, there's nothing out there that's fluff. 
And I will Troy's character many... has is well, I don't as a spoiler. Um, they're both directly affected and are affecting the withering. I can say that. Um, okay. And that is that will definitely come back into play because as the witch told, I think it was in the first episode that not only does she have an empress to deal with, there's also the withering to deal with. So it's like a both and that he has to do to be the hero prophesized. I know what I want a viewer to ask. Sorry to lose that, but I want to know how I got down there in the first place. I've had to make that up for myself, but I would love to know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, I could get the writers to probably send you a little something because we know, we know how you go. That would help. Context helps. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, there, there's some big reveals, uh, later on and we will, it will be explored. Um, and there, again, it could be a season two thing. Um, if we, if we get a season two, but we'll see. <laughs> we season three, four, it. five, who knows? 7,000 seasons never end. Six seasons. Silently, movie, right? I think we should go for 24. <laughs> Let's go 24 seasons. I love it. I love it. Any, any final comments, things you want to leave the listeners with? Keep being awesome. We appreciate it. I appreciate it at least. I don't want to speak for these two. I'm I'm sure that the sentiment is shared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, I get so excited when an episode drops, and even more excited when people email me and say, "I'm so surprised," and and everybody is saying this should be an animation, mm. or at least everybody I've heard from. And that would be awesome. Netflix, Cartoon Network, are you listening? We we will sell it to you. (laughs) Are they? If I speak loud enough, will they hear? Is that how the internet works? Yes, manifesting. Manifesting. I I think it would be a great uh, live action or cartoon. I think it could be a good, like, real live comedy action adventure, like, with real people. I think it would be amazing. I could see it in, like, the the style of uh, if you've ever seen the – BBC show Merlin has yes, that kind of vibe. Exactly. That's really yeah. good. Guys, I cannot say thank you enough. Uh, I wish I could pay you bazillions of dollars for doing what you're doing. You, what you get paid is a trifle uh, of what I owe you. <laughs> yes. For a huge payoff when Cartoon Network or Netflix picks it up as a cartoon and we get to voice the characters for them. Who knows? But thank you from the bottom of my heart for, for your time, your energy, your talent, your ability to come to table reads and to schedule times to do an interview like this so thank you so much for being part of our show thank you, thank you for having us Try. all right guys see you next time thanks for listening keep watching keep listening we'll drop every episode new episodes every thursday every other thursday there is a new episodic adventure and then the other weeks are interviews like this 